1: Who canto by Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and joining me today as always is my friend Emily Lind. Hi Emily! Hi Brittany. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay. I have a little bit of a cold. My nose is very red but other than that all right I gotta do a COVID test tonight before I go back to work but other than that peachy keen how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good yeah Glad the holidays are over. Thank fuck. Busy. Yeah, they're always busy. Like those last like two weeks are always the worst because I was really far behind this year on like getting gifts and everything. So I got all that done. But you know, holidays holidays went really smoothly. Spent time with family with both mine and Carlos's family, and you know, we had a low key New Year's at Arash's. So. Yeah, that was fun. I can't think of anything I would have done differently, except for um, Carlos not ruining my aunt's couch with uh, his marker exploding all over. Oh, no. (laughs) So we were playing bingo and my aunt had like very specific pens and Carlos opened it incorrectly. Because I would have done the same thing. And Ink just, like, got all over the place, all over, like, his brand new shirt. Like, I got him this, like, oh. Packers Mickey Mouse shirt because he loves the Packers, even though Aaron Rodgers is um, bad. But he knows that, too. He just likes the team. And, yeah, Mickey Mouse. Like, Mickey Mouse and football. Like, two great things. Well, not football not right now, but... Um yeah, but everything's fine. The markers were washable. I think she has insurance on the couch, but she didn't care at all. She was like, oh no, it's fine. Because like my aunt's like the nicest person in the world. But okay. That's good. I love to give Carlos shit that like I'm glad this didn't happen like the first time he went over. (laughs) But yeah, no. Holidays were good. What about you? What'd you do for the holidays?
0: Uh it was a little bit crazy. I I took the train up to go see my brother and his wife. uh, He picked me up from the train station. Um, Originally, I was going to go over to the museum where he worked, because I had like several hours before he got off, but then he's like, well, my house doesn't have any power, so I need to go back and figure that out, so I'm getting off work early. I'll pick you up at the train station. Hmm. We went to Home Depot. We got the last generator that they had. Uh, And then we went there, and his father-in-law came over and helped get it hooked up, so we could at least have power for like half the house because it, you know, it had been, it had been really mild um, in Massachusetts, but it was supposed to be like six degrees that night. So we got, we, we got the lights on and even had like TV and heat. So that was good. But power, you know, was still off. So it was, he had to like go out every couple hours and put gasoline in it. And then, uh, so that night we had everything up and running. He took the dogs out. He's like, oh, I'm going to go pick up Wendy's. So, like, you know, like, he leaves. Jess and I are just hanging in the living room. All of a sudden, we just hear, like, the loudest fucking crash I've ever heard in my life. Super scary. We go running out. And uh, one of their neighbor's trees had fallen over into my brother's yard. Like, completely, like, smashed part of their fence. Demolished. Demolished the smoker that she got him for his birthday this summer that he'd only used like once ripped mm. their pergola out of the cement patio uh luckily didn't take out their deck or their pool or anything but or you know smash the house because that would have been bad but it was really scary because like he had been out there like you know like five or ten minutes earlier with the dog uh like they like their neighbor from across the street heard it of course because i mean it was loud like came tearing over because he you know Mm-hmm. thought it could have been the house getting smashed and like so we were out and like we were out like looking at it and he's like you you need to get inside because there's other trees out here that could come down so that was really scary um luckily you know nobody was hurt it's all just i mean it sucks because it is damaged but it's not like you know structural damage to the house mm-hmm. so eventually the power came back on and we managed to have a pretty decent christmas um he's gotten most of the tree out of his yard and it's just a matter of fixing shit and replacing shit but it's too bad like they had this gorgeous like outdoor bar that they had built from like oh. reclaimed wood from like one of her like aunts or something like and they had spent you know like that was like a several weekend project just really beautiful and just gone
1: it's always a bummer when just nature just destroys the things you love. But especially when it's like a beautiful tree or something. That happened to, you know, my parents like 10 years ago. Like there was a really bad rainstorm and like one of the beautiful oak trees like fell. My neighbor was like devastated. She called my mom crying and she's like, that was my favorite tree. <laughs> but yeah oh i'm glad you're okay i mean thank god like nothing else like happened like thank god it didn't like hit the house or something out of all the places to hit i'm glad it hit the backyard
0: yeah or you know like fall when somebody was out there or the dogs were out or anything like that. yeah i know because
1: there's a lot of doggos and a lot of animals it's like a it's like a zoo in that house huh yeah they are a they're a two dog two cat house that's that's a good house that's like the nuclear family of pets (laughs) like because they're they can't be left alone like i'd feel bad getting one animal because it's like well they're just that one like you know what's gonna entertain it when i'm not there i know carlos and i almost got a dog last week
0: (gasps) that's exciting
1: we had to say no yeah if we're not ready i'm not ready to be a mom okay
0: um yeah that makes sense like if you're not ready for it then it's best not to
1: Yeah, plus we don't have a big place either, and I'd feel really guilty, like, keeping a dog in a 650-square-foot apartment. I mean, we have plans to move this year next. We want to own something. Probably not going to have something with a backyard for the next, like, five years because, like, California is terrible and I don't make any money. So that sucks because, like, I want to give, like, a nice, sweet, loving dog a nice, wonderful home. So, but there's there's a bunch of cats out there, so I have a bunch of cats to, like you know give my heart to so there's yeah, there's hope meet, for go, that go meet a nice cat yeah I know that's hard and then plus like we're doing a lot of traveling this year too so like I feel really bad like getting an, an animal or something and then like having to go like back and forth for trips so we always go to Carlos's parents like once or twice a month too so like I don't want to get an animal that like we'd be able to like take there with us mm-hmm. like an animal that like it, but unfortunately, like, a dog is the easiest thing. Because it's like, yeah, pop the dog in the car. We can go and walk to the dog. But, like, what the fuck you do with a cat? Okay, cat, stay over here. Like, you can't take cats on walks. I mean, you can, but, like, cats are cats. So. I don't know. Being a parent's fucking rough. I'm not even a parent yet, but I know. It's rough. Shout out to all the parents out there. But. Yeah, so this year started, 2023. Um, Five is my lucky number, and 23, two plus three is five. So um, this is my year, Emily. Okay. This is my year. A lot of fun things are happening this year. Um, And I'm excited to get to share that with you. I mean, we get to see each other in April. Right? That's
0: very soon. I need to get on doing everything, but...
1: I know I still need to purchase my flights I think I might just bite the bullet because I'm nervous and even though the government is lying to me when they tell me that there's only seven seven like seats left on on a flight like it's not real like it still scares me because I'm terrible but I need to buy those tickets So then I need to buy like tour tickets if I want to do any tours um because we're doing one in normandy i'm not sure if we want to do one in paris or in london i'll have to ask recommendations on like what to do in london or i'm hoping that all of us will be in london at the same time so we can all just like piggyback off of each other and be like (laughs) okay what are we doing now like i think i'd prefer that more than anything yeah no we'll find some stuff yeah i know we still need to get like a count of like how many of our friends are going because i i know like most of them but i feel like we need to make like a like a chat or something or like something where like we all can be like, okay, like let's all do this this day or something or like, Hey, like is anyone in Normandy? Just me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I'm able to, I'm able to start making a dining reservations at Disney Paris. So I also need to figure out where I'm going to eat because I think that's the biggest thing to me because I always keep hearing that everything sucks at Disney Paris, the food, (laughs) everything. And I- That's like the one thing I know about that. I'm so intrigued. Like, I'm almost like more excited to like see if it's shitty, like more than like, I haven't been to a Disney park since like pre-COVID. So it's been over three, it's been about three years now since I've been to a park. So- I am excited, even though I just got back from the wonderful Disney Cruise. I mean, there's nothing like going to Disney parks, but I'm excited. It seems like a really beautiful park. Um, I'm excited that there's, like, other options, too. So if I think that everything sucks, I can just go to Five Guys and get a burger, because you can't go wrong with Five Guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, is y- y-
0: you can get food to other places.
1: Yeah, that's true. But it's Disney. Like there's nothing like a Disney churro or like Disney popcorn or just like, but it's like it's placebo, not placebo effect. It's a uh, confirmation bias. I don't know. Like I get what you mean
0: though. It's like there's there's something about it, like there that makes it like something that you would des- not necessarily like somewhere else or even like or like Oh, that's a really good churro.
1: Yeah, like they have these like fluffernutter churros where it's churro and then they drizzle peanut butter sauce, like chocolate chips and mushroom or not mushroom, a marshmallow uh, (laughs) paste or something. And it's like really good. (laughs) God, could you imagine mushroom? Oh, my God. Mushroom churro does not sound good. I mean, I like mushroom, but. I know. I really like mushrooms. They were having sales on avocados, like, about a month ago. So, like, I would eat, like, like some avocado, and they put some mushrooms in and, like, some salt. And it was, like, a really good combination. Hmm. Right? Avocados and mushrooms. Like, who would have thought? Really, th-
0: I, don't, I don't really like avocado. Oh, really? You yeah, know, the texture. I'm like, blech.
1: Yeah, but I'd air fry the, sh- the shrooms, though, because they'd be all, I like them nice and crunchy, and, like, the avocado mm-hmm. is just, like, avocado, but with some salt, like, there's some more flavor that comes out of the avocado, I promise.
0: Yeah, like, I don't, like, hate it or anything. I just, like, don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm never going to, like, put it on a sandwich or anything. I'll eat some guacamole if it's there, but that's mostly because I like to eat tortilla chips.
1: I love a good tortilla chip. Just, carbohydrates just make the world go round. Right? So good. I know. Um, I forget when it was. I think it was before Christmas. Um, uh, my sister made Monte Cristo sandwiches, and I'm just like, this is great. This is just just keep this going. <laughs> but then I realized if I eat like this forever, then I'm gonna be on like that TLC show like my six hundred pound life or something. So I'm like, shit. Oh, you saw Avatar 2, the Way of Water. Oh my god, you did too! I can't believe I forgot about this because Avatar changed my life. I am a Navi stan. Jake Sully fucks. My god, what'd you think? I thought it was a lot of fun and good and very pretty,
0: and I liked the whale. Oh, I love the whale. I love Willie. He's good. I liked him a lot. Um, yeah, I just, I like, you know, I, I just thought it was so much fun
1: and your dad liked it too. You saw with your dad. And yeah. he was
0: like the world's biggest avatar fan.
1: <laughs> so, uh before we went to the theater, uh Carlos was telling him a story about how they took Carlos's grandpa to go see the first one and he kept the 3D glasses and used them as like sunglasses for years. And um I thought that was like a really cute story cuz like apparently like the the movie theater staff like tried to take them from him and they were like dude, he's old just like Give him the glasses. Like, he enjoyed this. Just <laughs> let him use them. And he literally used them as sunglasses. So my dad finished the movie and everything. He really liked it. And we noticed that he kept his uh, his 3D glasses. I was like, Dad, like, why do you still have those? He said, because I want to watch more 3D movies. Aw that's very cute it was really funny I wasn't expecting him to like it as much because I mean it's a three hour movie like the man doesn't like to sit still I mean he's out running every day like out doing things so sitting down for three hours in a movie theater with 3D glasses I almost didn't want to see 3D because I didn't think that he would be into it I was surprised that he was going with us because the theater he went to was 30 minutes from them and it's closer to us than them Mm -hmm. but we had like the matinee like Tuesday prices so we were able to go Um, but yeah, no, he loved it. We, we all really enjoyed it. We went home and watched the first one again. I think the day after Christmas, I watched that one again. Um, it definitely was worth the wait cameron waiting so long to do the next one i think that was a very smart move for him because the way that he was able to do the plot like it made sense like it's 13 years later like yeah they have a couple kids like yeah that's fucking realistic versus like you know a five years later and then like all these kids pop like i don't know like i think that his technology in the movies have really improved you know compared to the first one i i enjoy the story Mm -hmm. um i mean it Cameron's stories or Cameron's stories. I I really liked it. I loved, you know, the family aspect of the movie. Um, Jake Soli is a dad, dude. He fucks. Like he like I keep seeing like the daddy jokes with him and I'm like, I get it. Like he's just <laughs> Like there was there was a part where like he's talking to like one of his daughters and he's like, What's wrong, baby girl? I'm like, Oh my god. Like this can't this is illegal. This is literally illegal. But I totally forgot, um What's her name was in it? Um, what's her name? Rose in Titanic, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. I totally forgot Kate Winslet was in it until I saw the credits. I'm like, oh yeah, shit, Kate Winslet. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. I I loved her character. Like, I thought I, Sigourney Weaver was great. I was when I heard like she was playing like a
0: sixteen year old. I'm like, um, what? But she does a really good job. Like, obviously, she still sounds like Sigourney weaver Mm -hmm. so she certainly doesn't sound
1: like a teenage girl but she's so good that i don't give a shit i know i feel the same way i'm just like okay like sigourney weaver cool um i love the kids too
0: oh my god that little girl so cute
1: i loved it because normally children annoy me
0: oh yeah me too
1: and I wasn't annoyed at all, even though like obviously like the big pot points were when you look like the children were in danger or something. I'll keep it really, really brief since I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. I mean, who has the time to see like a three and a half hour movie? I mean, I would
0: say judging on it by the box office, quite a few people have seen it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's made over over a billion. Um, Spider-Man still beat it, though. So because it took Spider-Man like 10 days to get a a billion and it took way of water, like 12 or something. Cause I know Cameron's really competitive. So, but he, well, the other thing is like,
0: it's like it's box office has actually been going up, which is, you know, unusual. Like I think it went up like 6% or something this week, which
1: Hmm. is bananas. Yeah. But overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next one. I think, you know, Disney might have the opportunity to add like some more things from the second movie into like their parks. So I think that's really cool. Cool for Disney. Um, There's not a lot of merchandise. I was trying to look for like Navi, like stuffed animals or something like where where the fuck is my space whale shirt? Like, you know, they have wolf shirts. Like, why can't there be whale shirts? Why can't I get a a stuffed
0: whale from the movie? Which it's like one little fin.
1: Are they, like, Lucasfilm, where they're going to release it, like, five years from now, and then, like, it's only release three of them? I don't know. Like, they have released a whole bunch of Legos shit,
0: but that's all I've seen. I have not seen a like, pack, and then I can hug and cuddle with his little broken fin.
1: It might have to be, like, when I went on, like, Etsy or, like, AliExpress and asked for, like, off-brand porgs, and then, like, one of them came and its eye fell off. Like, something <laughs> like that, Probably. Yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe that's the way to go. But it's only two years to the next movie. And it is apparently we're going to get like the like we've had the forest people and we've had the water people. We're going to get that like ash people. I think they're going to be like either like
1: volcano people, maybe
0: something like that. But that sounds cool as fuck.
1: You know, that's interesting because I kept making that joke that the next it's going to be fire people. But I like I legit did not know that Cameron was serious about that.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's also been talking about how so far, like, in the first two movies, like, very much the humans are obviously the bad guys and the Na'vi are all good. But we're going to meet some Na'vi who are not good. I don't know if that's in three or in four, but.
1: I like that plot twist. Like, not all people are good people. and But, but almost all humans are bad. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Like, I am human. I am bad. Hear me <laughs> roar. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised how much you liked Avatar too. Like I, I was surprised by how much I liked Avatar. <laughs> how was the theater experience? Was your theater pretty packed? I mean, it was full. Like because I had, I think
0: we said I had seen it in the forty X, so that I would recommend not seeing it like that. <laughs> like it's, it's just it's too much to do that for an over three hour movie, especially one that is supposed to be emotional. And then, like, your sheets, your seats are shaking because a character had a seizure, and that seems um, uh, misguided at best. But, and also, those seats, like, I, for anybody who hasn't seen 40X, they do, like, they'll spray water on you, and there's, like, scents in the air, and there's little, like, jabbers in the back of your seat that are, like, when the, whenever an arrow is shot, you get jabbed in the back. But the seats also move, and they move a, I thought it would move, like, a massage chair moves, you know, just, like, a little bit of moving. It was like you could fall out of your seat the amount of it was moving. It
1: was bananas. So I wonder if Cameron, because Cameron recommended that you see it in 3D. Did did he recommend 4DX too? I can't, I cannot imagine that he would approve of it. Because I remember when we saw like some scenes at D23, which like God bless, because that's how I was able to know to get up and pee, because I looked at Carlos and like, we've seen this scene. Let's go urinate. Because, like, I'm not going to sit – it's three hours long. I got to pee. I drink 80 80 ounces of water a day. Like, I got to go. So thank God for that. But I remember we were, like, smelling things in the air or something. That was still when I was like, you know what? Fuck Cameron. Fuck this this movie. Fuck Cameron. I'm going to keep my fucking 3D glasses. I should have brought them to the theater. That would have been funny. But, um, no, I I thought it was really good. Like, fucking well done, Cameron. I'll, I'll shake that man's hand. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He just seems like
0: he's not a great person, but he's a fucking good director.
1: Yeah, man. And that's only why I'd shake the shake his hand. You know, like a Paul yeah. High would shake, but like, you know, that's all it means. It's just good movie, Cameron. That's it. Good job, Jimmy. Because all his yeah, friends call him I Jimmy. Don't wanna, I
0: don't want to. I don't want to have a beer with him.
1: No, I don't want to have but a I'll, beer with a yeah. lot of people.
0: No, but I'll go see another. I'll go see another Avatar movie. Yeah.
1: Well, any other movies that you've been that you watched?
0: Well, you saw one that I already saw and told you was very, very good, and that is fucking Glass Onion.
1: Oh yeah, that shit was good.
0: By our boy, Ryan Johnson.
1: Oh, I love our boy. He's so good. I really liked it. I watched it again.
0: Um we watched it, my brothers, over Christmas, once it was on Netflix. And it was, I think, just as enjoyable the second time.
1: Janelle Monet.
0: Holy shit. Oh, my. She is so good. And also really fucking hot.
1: I know. Her and uh, Daniel Craig worked very well together. Yeah, I really, I like that. And I like, because this happened in, um,
0: in Knives Out too, obviously, which is, and not, not to get into, like, spoilers, spoilers, but in the end, it is very much her movie. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he's the big detective who's solving everything. Like just like in Knives Out, like like the end of it is all them, and I like that a lot. That he like steps aside.
1: I like that too. I like how you think the movie's going one way, then it goes another. Mm-hmm. I loved the the whole glass. Like I I was thinking, like why was it called Glass Onion? Because like the the island and the the building was the glass onion. I thought that was really cool. Um I wasn't. expecting is so funny, dude. He was so good. I wasn't expecting like that kind of story, like you know why all those people were there, like how they all know each other, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that they all were great together. Kate Hudson did phenomenal. I wasn't expecting right. to like her as much. Um, yeah, uh, every fucking Batista, oh. like
0: hilarious and. That is a part that, like, could have just been entirely gross. And, like, he's gross, but you also, like, he's also kind of sympathetic and, like,
1: because he's Batista, and I just mm-hmm. really like that dude. I know. I was surprised how much I liked Batista. Batista's not my favorite actor, um, but I I enjoyed him a little more, like, through this movie. I think that Brian's ability to, like, bring out certain characters and actors or something, I think that's really interesting, and I feel like... The way that he wrote Batista was genius. I loved his yeah. character.
0: He was saying in an interview he really thinks that that somebody somebody like a, like a Paul Thomas Anderson's type, you know, like an art director is gonna get Batista in like a real dramatic role, and he's just gonna blow everybody out of the water.
1: That's really interesting because i i was um, I was painting my nails last night. Um, and I was listening to The Sith List. Well, not listening to The Sith List. I was listening to Carlos recording The Sith List, list. and he was talking about how Batista wants more like serious roles, like how he's done Mm -hmm. with Drax, and that made me think, like, I'm not sure how he would do in, like, a really serious role, but okay, like, I guess, like, I can kind of see it because he he showed a lot of emotion in this movie, so... Yeah, he's quite quite quick. Like, obviously, like, it's got to be he is going to be limited by the
0: fact that he is like a big dude and like so you can't there's like a lot of things you can't cast him as without like it being weird but like it's it's very like i can't picture him you know like playing like a like insurance salesman or something
1: yeah, I can't imagine him, you know, as Brendan Fraser in The Whale or something, or, you know, in a really like being nominated for like an Academy Award, you know, but I you never think, know. I, there's,
0: I mean, and there's gradations. Like, I don't think everybody, like, but also then I think like maybe it could be like, you know, like Adam Sen or in Punch Drunk Love or in Uncut Gems, or it's just like this dude is really capable of shit if he gets the right, the right part and the right director.
1: I still haven't seen Uncut Gems. Like, is he like, is that like a life changing performance for Adam Sandler?
0: It's hard to say that because he did Punch Drunk Love before, which was a beautiful, gorgeous movie that he is wonderful in. And so, like, when that first came out, that was a huge change because he hadn't done that before. Mm -hmm. And it was like, nobody knew he could do that. And then he did that. But I guess also because it had been so long. And it's a very different part in this, like, Uncut Gems is, mm-hmm. he's like, so fucking hateable. But, I mean, it's a incredible. Like, he should have at least gotten an Oscar nomination. Like, I, I mean, I would have picked him to win. Like, he was so fucking good in that movie. Uh, it is a entirely uncomfortable movie to watch. I am never going to see it again ever in my life. I, If I hadn't been seeing it in a theater, I probably would have turned it off. Not because it was bad, but just because I was so
1: uncomfortable the entire time.
0: Oh, no. It stressed me out
1: more than any movie I've ever seen. That's interesting. I know. I When I get stressed out about movies, I just look up the plot. Because, like, I need to know what's going on. Like, that time when I was watching Game of Thrones and I texted you, I'm like, I need to know what happens. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. I can't fucking handle this. So, But that was for other reasons. I mean, fucking Game of Thrones, you know, they just throw around women and just do whatever they want with people but it seems a little different with uncut gems hopefully yeah 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 yeah, but
0: it is uh harrowing i would say but no glass onion was great the whole cast was funny and good like he's like really good with his casting and obviously people like working with him because i mean he gets all kinds of cool as fuck people even like the little cameos from Angela Lansbury on the beginning like the zoom call was amazing and like Stephen Sondheim and and like Kareem fucking Kareem Kareem. yeah and of course Natasha Lyonne because they're really good friends and she has that show coming out with him uh, later this month but and the cameo that I won't spoil but uh Daniel Craig's husband. <laughs> oh, that was his husband? Oh my God. I'm so. Yes. The person in his house during the pandemic living with him, scolding him for being in the bathtub again, was in fact his husband.
1: It's not his butler. Well, maybe he role plays as one. I can't believe I didn't put two and two together. I'm so oblivious. That's what being with Carlos has made me like. I mean, it, okay, it yeah. took him. It took, it took him how long to 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 date me? I mean, he <laughs> he had to have people like like call him, and be like, "Yo, man, what the fuck are you doing?" But I think there ended up being
0: like ten people on that phone call. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Sweet, sweet boy. But. Yeah, we've really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed Knives Out. I can't wait for Poker Face. That's the one yeah. with Natasha. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is no, she fun? It's more mystery shit. Ooh. I'm excited. Adrian Brody's in that. Really? Yeah. You know you know what is? I think you had told me about this show that I should watch it, but I didn't before, which is when I was at my brother's, I started watching winning time oh how'd you like it i really liked it right and i am shocked that it made me like adrian brody and made me like pat riley a man who i never liked because i was grew up in a bulls fan household you know so (laughs) that was not like you couldn't like him you're like you can't like both phil jackson and pat riley so like when he showed up i'm like oh my god no i don't like this dude and i don't like this dude but now i like both of them right i thought the show was fantastic i thought it was great uh john john c Riley is perfect like that is a role that he is so good at that like sleazy but you still like him and he has some sort of heart even though he's an asshole Mm -hmm. uh the guy the guy playing magic is incredible
1: oh my god he's phenomenal i love kareem in that show oh my god see
0: that's what's in me because i i guess i didn't really ever know much about him like Mm -hmm. as a as a person especially not like the you know the beginning of his career and so i was not expecting him to be as interesting as he is but he is fascinating and he's definitely like my favorite
1: yeah, that show really surprised me. Like, I, even just like the trailers and everything, I was really intrigued. And I really like John C. Riley because I love those stupid movies like Step Brothers and everything. But this is a perfect role for him because it's like he has like great moments in this role. And like, there's one scene that's like really hard to watch that he does, and you'll probably get to it, or you've probably already gotten to it. Oh yeah, I've, I've finished the show. Yeah, too. so yeah, there's like one one thing that he does. I'm like, oh. Bach, like, Dr. Buss, I liked you until that point. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a lovable guy. I mean, he's a sleaze bag and, you know, the way that he treats his daughter. I mean, I love his daughter. Like, his daughter, I mean, I mean, if you know anything about the Lakers, you know, you know where his daughter is now with the Lakers. And just seeing her rise is, like, really interesting to see. I mean, that's things
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Fuck all about the Lakers. So, yeah. Like I only know them as to like being rivals, so
1: hmm. it's interesting. Well, I can't wait for you to find out more
0: about the Lakers. <laughs> I do. I love uh, Jason Clark as as the old coach, the angry one. Yeah, but never been never been
1: happy a day in his life. Jason, I know it's a which Jason is it? It's not Sedacus. It's the one in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that is a. Uh,
0: it also starts with an S, doesn't it? I gotta look it up. I like I can't I can't ever remember his name. I looked up his name like
1: three different times watching the show. Seagull. He is so good as like the nice analytical coach, like the whenever the teacher like, coach. Yeah, whenever he's just like
0: giving them Shakespeare quotes. <sighs>
1: I know. I I couldn't look at him for years because he reminded me of a guy I dated in college. And I'm just like, I can't, but like this was finally when like I can I can like look at you again and not think of wanting to punch something. But that's awesome. He did so good. Him and his fucking Shakespeare quotes. And I love the mean coach. I was I was so sad after his accident. Yeah. That was brutal. Cause that was when I was like
0: Cause this is a show that I kind of have been like a Googling as I watch it just mm-hmm. to sort of like partially sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I wonder if that really happened. And sometimes so like, cause I want like some spoilers. Mm-hmm. So I read that and I'm like, Oh Jesus, that's fucking brutal.
1: I knew as soon as they played good vibrations, they're like, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. I fucking know it. They don't ever put a beach boy song with anything good. Yeah. You don't play good vibrations
0: when you're actually having something good happen
1: yeah I know only when you're drunk and John yeah. Stamos is there eyeing you down you want to hit him because it's John fucking Stamos yeah that, show, that song can only be played ironically John fucking Stamos
0: yeah he's a bad dude
1: yeah what are we going to do with John
0: mm, hopefully nothing
1: I mean, hopefully, hopefully the Beach Boys find other people to perform with <laughs> have you watched anything else um. Oh, I have on Disney Plus. Um, they okay. have they have a uh, the National Treasure uh show. It's so good, Emily. Oh my God, have you ever seen National Treasure? With I have not Nick Cage? seen a
0: single second of
1: any. Oh movies. my God, Emily, you need to watch it. It's the best. I think it's the Edge of Time. Oh my God, like it's so good. It's so good. It's literally cheesy and wonderful and then oh Emily it's a chef's kiss for me
0: okay do I need to watch the movies first
1: yeah you do oh, that's a lot I uh, know just watch the first one just watch the first one and then watch the show yeah the the main girl Jess uh she's a daca res- or she's uh she's a daca recipient so um oh, okay. that's really cool like her just talking about daca and her just Uh, talking about just, like, what she went through is, is you know, DACA child and, you know, just the misfortunes that she's had over life and everything. It's a really interesting perspective. We never had that perspective before and anything like Disney or anything. Um, And uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is, like, the bad guy. Oh, nice. She's interesting. Her name is Billy in the show, and she has, like, a weird, like, British accent. Okay. So that's fun. Yeah, then... Oh, it's it's so it's so good it's so good it's cheesy. There's a guy who sings songs and has a guitar, but like he doesn't he he doesn't sing songs all the time. He just he, I don't want to give anything away, but like he works at a bar and like he sings songs. And then I I just like, think that's funny. Like you have like the bad boy guitarist, and then you have like the the girl who wants to solve all the all the things to get treasure. Um, And then there's some cameos in it, too. Really fun. If you liked the first National Treasure movie, I know the second one wasn't very good. I highly recommend it. I love those movies. Um, When I was a kid, my mom was, like, always, like, doing, like, PTA stuff or, like, she'd have, like, Bunko nights, like, Friday nights with her friends. So, like, that would be, like, a night where, like, my dad would take us to the movies. Like, we'd always, like, go and see movies, like, you know, like, National Treasure Remember, like, Holes, like, other, like, miscellaneous, like, Disney movies. So that's that one was one of our favorites. Cool. Yeah. But I haven't really been watching anything else. What about you? Uh, I've been watching Doom Patrol.
0: I just got into the second season of that. Uh, It took me a few episodes to warm up to it because it's very, like, weird and tongue-in-cheek. And the vibe was kind of rubbing me the wrong way at first. But now I'm fully into it. That's on HBO Max. That's a lot of fun.
1: And I think in That's Doom okay. Patrol, I think of like Paw Patrol. So at first I'm thinking like, Emily's watching, I uh, know they're bluey, but I'm like, oh no, this is actually like, like Doom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, can't watch Paw Patrol, man. All cops are bad.
1: <laughs> Not my dad, Emily! No, I'm kidding. Is your dad in Paw Patrol? No yeah, oh, all the all the cops in Paw Patrol are bad. I mean,
0: they must be, right?
1: I don't know. I'd have to investigate, but like, I don't have I don't have kids. I can't. I, I, I just love the yeah. The, I like the fact the
0: the idea that they're all like corrupt little adorable puppy cops. <laughs> like, like beat the beat the shit out of the minority
1: dogs. Yeah, put all the cats in jail. <laughs> bad dogs, bad cop dogs. And Paw maybe Patrol turns off their body cams. Maybe there'll be an episode where they explore their pensions. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like the one episode that like no one watches, but like like three fans are like, "This is the best episode! I'm. This is the greatest thing that's ever been on TV."
0: Like those, uh, like, yeah. I, I don't. I don't actually know what Paw Patrol is. I just know
1: there's like a little police dog. I know kids really like it. That yeah. and um, like Encanto is like a really big again. And I mean, I think it's always been big, but I the like, kids fucking love Encanto. Like oh, okay, Bruno. I, I thought but, that one was okay. I didn't love it. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was OK, too. I thought it, I really liked it because I'm like, oh, like Carlos's mom is Colombian. Like maybe she saw it and I asked her, she's like, I hated it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> OK, she doesn't like musicals, but yeah, but I, I like it. I, I thought it was cute. I, I like the Bruno song. That's a good um, song. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda did a really good job with that soundtrack. He's a blessing to Disney. He needs to do more musicals with Disney. I really like where he's going with musicals and representation. And I think it's really great. Have you seen the,
0: uh, what is
1: it called yet? Strange World? No, I kept hearing like really negative things about it. Have you? Well, thing is, a lot of
0: those negative things are because there is a like major, like same-sex couple in it.
1: Yeah, like the um, I'm not gonna say who it is just in case anyone wants wants to know wants to watch it, but yeah, no, I heard that too. I I think just like people see that and they're like, oh, this movie is bad because it's showing this, and it's like, can we just give the movie a chance? Yeah,
0: yeah it's like of I mean,
1: course. Yeah, it's like because that
0: means you're like shoving it down people's throats. I'm like, not no, it's just like having a straight couple in a Disney movie, which there's been um in every other single Disney movie.
1: I just don't get it. Like, why can't people like people and then, like, people just accept that and just not think anything of it? Oh, yeah, because there's a bunch of bigoted hate hatred yep. around us all. That's annoying. Hey, so there was some Star Wars that came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got two new episodes of season two of The Bad Batch. What do you think? I thought it was cute. It was a good arc. I liked the aspect of, hey, Count Dooku has treasure. Get Dooku's treasure. And just kind of seeing like what results from that. What about you? Yeah, I also liked that his treasure is literally just like a
0: big treasure chest full of space jewels. That was cute. But, no, I liked it. Um, Obviously, I was happy to see Omega again. And I thought it was a good little, you know, getting back into the show, seeing they're all still together. I really liked that she had that nice moment in the second episode with Echo, because I feel like we've, you know, we, we've seen her have moments with her other guys. I mean, maybe maybe not as much tech, but she gets a little bit with tech in this one.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: when when she's talking to him because she's like it's like I know how much I've fucked up all your guys' lives that's an exact quote by the way yeah she literally says fuck yeah yeah exact quote and he's like no you did saving you was the right thing and the good thing and like we're much better off than we would be if we hadn't because we could be out there fucking killing Jedi and shit mm-hmm
1: I really liked that. I really liked how Omega was really trying because she saw or she heard that all these guys are fucked because of me. So just it was so sad seeing how she was willing to do anything like she needed to get that treasure. And then just like the reveal that I have to get this treasure because I ruined your lives. Like that was really hard to hear, you know, because it's like you say things as an adult. And then, like, you don't realize that, like, you know, children are listening or, you know, like, your younger siblings are listening, you know. Because you could say something, you know, and it could not be understood how you're speaking it, you know. It's like the game of telephone or something. So, I thought that was a really sweet moment that she had. Because, yeah, they don't really have a lot of scenes together, huh? Yeah, and I liked um, when
0: the, the old guy on the planet... Uh, when he gives her the kaleidoscope, and she's like, "She's like, what is this? What's the point of it?" And he's just like, "It's a toy. It's supposed to be pretty to look at."
1: Yeah, like we forget that she's a child because you know she's with the bad batch, like she's with the boys, so she never got to experience a childhood. That's crazy.
0: Well, yeah, and and so I like that that she gets to like maybe have some fun in between all the killing people and stealing shit and running from the empire.
1: It was fun seeing how she's learning from each of her brothers. Like she's Uh learning from Wrecker, She's learning from tech and just hearing her say like, okay, like if we go into, you know, this thing, then we're not going to fall or like, just like giving the logistics. Like I thought that was really cool. I think at the end, like she's going to be like all of their brains in one Yeah, she's really great, and I love her.
0: Um, And yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Look, like, the animated stuff is never going to be my favorite. But I I do enjoy this one more than I've enjoyed a lot of that stuff. And I think that it's down to, like, I just really like these characters.
1: It's mindless fun Mm -hmm. in, like, a positive way. And it's something I can put on and not have to worry about like fully paying attention to. And, but it's not something I'm like, I, I'm like dreading, like, I have to watch Bad Batch. It's just like, oh, I gotta watch Bad Batch. Cause like, there's not really a lot of Star Wars on right now because if you know, Andor's, Andor's gone. So, yeah. So we have that. And then, I, and I, oh, the end
0: when you have like, what's it? Is it Rampart? Is that his name? The bad dude. When he when he just shoots that clone because he won't falsify his report, just murders him straight up. That was that yeah, was nice.
1: man. Stick it to the man. Don't falsify reports. That's bad. Good well, for well, him. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. But also, dude, you're an idiot. Like, well, how do you think he's going to respond to that? You he's not going to just murder a
1: clone. Come on. uh they they still have those chips, and you know, good soldiers follow orders. He's following orders. Don't falsify a report. Yeah, but he's in also end.
0: getting an order to falsify a report.
1: yeah i guess yeah i don't know
0: i I, I don't know whenever they name drop tarkin in the show i'm just like i wish you would just show me goddamn tarkin instead just get tarkin beyond the show i don't need this other dude like he's fine but he's just some random dude he's not tarkin just give me tarkin (sighs)
1: that's that's the wonderful thing about dave is that he just loves just like mentioning people and not showing them Like, he's hinting Mendo, like, a thousand times, and where the fuck is Mendo?
0: And it's like, but goddamn, man, like, this is a cartoon, so you don't, you don't need to have, you know, like, you don't need to figure out the whole live action, like, deep fake shit, just have Steve Stanton do his voice again, and you have to, you got, you got, you have most of the, I mean, he was in the show, like, he could be in the show again, just put him in the show, I just want to see him more.
1: Yeah, and, like, even Mendo, like, Stanton can probably do, like, Mendo's voice, too, because, like, Ben Mendelsohn's, like, probably busy doing movies and, like, shaving his head again or something. I don't know what he's doing. He should be in that Marvel show, to Secret an Invasion, which I can't wait to see Mendo again every week after, you know, seeing him most recently in HBO. Right? I'm excited for that. I have a feeling that show is going to suck, but <laughs> I think he will be fun. It's nice gonna it's nice to seeing like Sam Jackson like out and like doing things like every week though. Like I think that's cool like seeing him in a show. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just I
0: I I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like Agents of Shield kind of bullshit in that. So I'm slightly apprehensive of that show.
1: Yeah, but Emily Amelia Clark is gonna be in it.
0: Oh, your, that is also a bad thing. I had forgotten about that. Jesus your Christ.
1: favorite actress, she has like the cutest little dash hound thing, and she puts it on her Instagram sometimes. And I'm like, damn, that thing's cute. Good job. Hey, hey
0: that's nice. <clears throat> but she still is not a good actor. But she has a wiener dog. Look, I love a wiener dog. <clears throat> love him, love him, love him. Happy for her to have a wiener dog. I don't, I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she is a kind person who is nice to her dog. What she is not is a, an actor who I enjoy watching she sucks
1: maybe the wiener dog has given her ability to be a better actor okay we'll see (coughs) fingers crossed fingers crossed well we have Bad Batch for the next couple weeks until Celebration or does it go after Celebration I don't know Three months, Emily. Three months. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Too much to think about. Too much shit I got to do.
1: I know. Like, I don't even know I'm gonna wear. I don't even know. (sighs) I wanna try to avoid packing so much. Like I I almost don't wanna bring like a like a not a carry-on, but like one of those like big packages that they put in the bottom of the plane because like I wanna be able to like have everything like, on me and not, like, in, like, separate bags. I don't know. I don't know how to fit, like, s- 10 days of clothes into one carry-on bag, but I think I can do it.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring checked luggage just because I know I'm gonna want to, like, bring stuff back. Like, I've already been tasked with Brian, my, buying my brother a nice bottle of scotch, and I can't put that in a carry-on, so... Like, I got to have something big. And I just want, you know, I want some souvenirs to bring back for people.
1: Yeah, I know. My family and I, we have, like, a a trip tradition where we need to get, we, we have to get each other shirts from, like, where we go. Like, for instance, I was just in San Francisco, so I got everyone San Francisco. But now we started, like, a new, like, a new trend to see who can get the cheapest shirt, like, I was able to get mine for like $4 each. So, like, good luck, whoever fucking tries next. But it was nice because um, my sister's boyfriend is now in on that because he got us shirts when he went back home to South Carolina. So I thought that was cool. He got us Pepsi shirts because apparently Pepsi was founded in South Carolina. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know either because I saw the shirts and I said, wow, it says Pepsi on it. Why does it say Pepsi? And I saw like the, the name of the town. I'm like, oh, that's Pepsi Town. <laughs> I mean, it's not actually Pepsi Town. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's head okay. headcanon. It's Pepsi Town where they have like a Pepsi, like a uh, museum.
0: I don't like Pepsi. Pepsi's gross. I
1: love Pepsi. Coke all day. I'm particular, though obviously obviously like some foods taste better with pepsi or coke products and uh i prefer pepsi anyway but like i can't have coke in a can
0: oh i love coke in a can it's so carbonated i love it but no i'm one of those people where if i order a coke and they say is pepsi okay i say no i will get something else oh wow that's particular generally like pepsi places will have dr pepper so I'll get Dr. Pepper, but Pepsi is not a substitute for Coke. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Also, I drink soda about three times a year, so.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, I have a soda addiction. Sodium.
0: Like, every once in a while I'll get a craving. And I'll, I'll drink, like, ginger ale or Sprite to, like, settle my stomach because I have a bad stomach a lot. But, I, like, I, I don't like soda when I'm
1: eating Ugh, no it's like you know people pair wines and food like I feel like sometimes like if I have like water with my dinner I'm like this is bland <laughs> I need something to like to get everything down and like have that nice refreshing taste like I love coke though like I I probably have like a bottle or a can of coke like once a year and it's so like it's wonderful I love a vanilla coke never experimented with like different cokes before
0: but now coke is very good it's funny cuz like i remember when that bonawa coke came out and it was like such a big deal and now it's just like
1: everywhere yeah go to like a convenience store and they have like like 10 different like brands of coke or something or like pepsi or you can go to like yeah. one of those like weird stores and they have like licorice flavored Coke or something, but then they have this like stupid ass shit. Where it's like this
0: flavor is dream that they developed with like some YouTuber, and I'm like, this is
1: some fucking bullshit right here. Uh, YouTubers just like ruin everything. <laughs> True, like our entire country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all those people that started off with Vine, and then they got to YouTube, but then they just haven't left, or they gone to, like, WWE, like, Logan Paul. Ugh. That family is just atrocious.
0: Yeah. Speaking of ruining our country, how many votes has Kevin McCarthy lost for speaker? Is it still at 10, or have they done it's, another one? I think it's still at 10.
1: Okay. Well, what an interesting time right now. Um... I'm so, so relieved about, um, about DeMar Hamlin and that, like, he's, like, alive. Jeez, that was scary. Like, I, so you were watching the game, right? I was watching the game, the Bills versus the Bengals. Um, it was interesting because, um, there were, like, a couple of injuries before, before his. And it was interesting because, like, normally, like, someone that gets injured, like, they get up, it's fine. But, like, a lot of these were, like, hey, they're on the floor for a bit. And it was interesting because, like, my dad was making jokes. Like, this is just like FIFA, you know? Because, like, soccer players are notorious for, like, being very dramatic with, you know, when they get injured or something. But, like, football is serious. Um, they didn't show it at first. So you see everyone just in horror. Like, you see, like, the quarterback, like, literally fucking crying. And we're, like, holy shit, what happened? And we see the ambulance on the field i thought he was dead i mean technically he died on the field because his heart stopped his yeah, heart it, literally stopped the
0: the length of time it took them to cancel that game is fucking disgusting
1: it's an nfl like both teams were like we don't want to fucking be here well, like yeah, they took them yeah yeah like they told them like oh we'll give you five
0: minutes and both teams just decided to walk off because of fucking of course they did
1: It was interesting hearing um, the reporters talk about because I believe it was on ABC and just hearing them just in horror of what was going on, what they think should happen. My favorite was hearing CNN talk about it because like watching like CNN talk about like football, like I thought that was like funny, but they did a good job. They did a good job. But this has never happened before. Like no one has almost died like I mean, he died like yeah. Someone died playing football. Like, and it's interesting talking about it because it's like, I'm not a football fan. Like, I watch football. You know, I I know a lot about the sport. I know how dangerous it is. But now it's gotten to the point where it's literally killing people. Well, it's
0: been killing people for a long time. It's just been on the field afterwards.
1: Yeah. Like. And it was interesting because I was wondering, like, if if he did die, like, how would they say it? Would it be like, you know, how Disney, like, you never die at Disneyland, you always die in the hospital. Like, would they try to, like, turn it around? Like, the NFL, would they do that? But seeing that the NFL wanted to continue the game just shows how corrupt and evil they are as a company, as an association. Um, they also, like should have just cut to
0: some like it that should have been also a broadcast decision to just cut
1: because they're like i mean it's horrific to keep showing that it was horrific that even like on cnn they kept replaying it and i forget who it was but they were like we don't need to continue seeing this can you please stop showing this footage we've seen enough of it please stop I don't understand why they were doing it because unfortunately like, you know, football is a sport where you do replay by plays. You know how many fucking people were doing play by play, seeing someone fucking die on the field. You know yeah, how yeah. horrible that is. Yeah. I mean, like, like it's bad enough. Like you show
0: somebody like breaking their leg or something like that, but at least that's, you know, like, you know, the guy's going to be fine. Even if, even if you're like showing the last moment of his career, like, you know, the guy's okay, but they, they didn't know this. Like, I mean, you know, he had, to, he had to look like he was in critical condition. We had no idea how he going to... Like, they could have been showing that guy's death repeatedly. And
1: that is fucked. They had to huddle around him while they were administering CPR so that the cameras wouldn't get footage of that. Like, these people... God bless these people who knew there's something seriously wrong... We don't want anyone to get footage of this surrounded him. God bless those people because if I'm ever a parent one day and have to see footage of like my child's heart stopping, like that would be the worst thing in the world. The fact that they kept doing this, the fact that they kept replaying it, that they kept the channel on, I couldn't believe it. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. It made me physically sick. Um, it was a really sad day and I hope that the NFL sees this and learns from it. But I mean, this is an association that's been going on for so long that I think they feel like they have all the power in their hands and nothing's going to stop them. And I, I hope that something stops them before another person's heart stops on the field. Yeah, and, like, it's hard
0: because I know, like, obviously, like, on Twitter and stuff, there was a lot of outrage directed towards them. But it's
1: hard to know, like, what the broader, like, reaction to that was. Yeah, I I just felt for his parents, like, his mom was at that game watching it. I mean, the ambulance had to wait for her car to get, to, you know, be able to follow to the ambulance to the um to the hospital and then everyone was worried because you know the ambulance didn't have its sirens on like there was so much just like looking into it I mean for god's sake there's people like camping out of the fucking hospital you know wanting to hear something like people are so greedy and so like they don't realize that like these are people like they see these people and they're like oh that's my fantasy guy or like you know this is my favorite team my team must win like you know that your team is filled with humans that have lives and one of them fucking died on the field just like he's what like 24 years old 24 years old he's rustin's age
0: yeah that's like a couple years old yeah that's a couple years older than my little brother and that is just oh can't even like imagine that
1: yeah it was definitely one of those days where like i knew that i like 10 years from now like someone would be like where were you when that bills game was going on like it was it was a you know a industry changing thing knowing that someone could get injured like to that point like so scary i'm so glad that he's like He's getting a little better. I mean, for God's sake, he woke up and he asked who won the game. (laughs) Like, it's so funny. And then I think they told him, like, you won. Like, you won the game of life or something, which is, like, really cute. But thank God, because that would be so devastating to know that us viewers have access to, you know, watching someone die on live TV. Like, no one should have that. No. It's so fucked yeah it's awful yeah and dude and fucking jeremy renner got run over by a snowplow or something yeah holy shit what this is a ugh Horrible! Just all these horrible things are just like happening to. What a weird way to start off the year. I mean, like, thank God the Mars okay. I mean, Jeremy Renner seems he's doing okay. He had a cute little spa day with his sister today, and then Nicky or not Nicky, I see you or something. Yes, yeah. he. Other than Nicky, yeah, he's now a newborn child. <laughs> um, my God, I know he's not the best human, but I, apparently he has really good hostos. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there with no context.
0: <laughs> I was, I was, I was discussing with somebody. I can't remember who it was. Either I think it was maybe Steve of how Jerry Marenner is the funniest possible person they could have chosen there,
1: right? Like I think out of all the celebrities, I wouldn't have chosen and, him. And, and like I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint why it
0: was so funny that it's him. And also, I wondered if. And this is if I could ask Ryan Johnson one question about this movie, it would be: This was, did you write that as Jeremy Renner, or did you write it as somebody else and you couldn't get permission? And oh, I, that's interesting. I really wanted that's that I might tweet him at about that because I am very curious.
1: Maybe you should tweet him on the podcast Twitter because like, he has had experience liking tweets from the podcast Twitter because like Canto Byte Dispatch and Ryan Johnson are like friends
0: super good friends
1: yeah that's exciting yeah man yeah i'm glad we're back together it's been a long break yeah it has been and hopefully now that the holidays are over and nobody's going anywhere we can
0: be a little and we have star wars to talk about
1: yeah so we can we could resume what we finish what we started you know according to kylo ren but like what did he even start you know like i love those lines and then like you break them down you're like i don't know we don't yeah let's not let's not talk about kylo ren i don't know well we talked about football so we're talking about things we don't normally talk about (laughs) next week we're going to talk about cricket i like
0: cricket I mean, I don't watch it, but, like, the times that I've watched it, it it seems enjoyable to me.
1: I like imagining the baked goods I'll be eating, like, while watching Cricket. Oh, there we go. That's good. Yeah. Like, some little scones. Like, Mm. we had, um, like, an employee appreciation day at work, like, a couple weeks ago, and they gave us free scones, and they were really fucking good.
0: (gasps) You know what we should do in London? Scones. We should do, like,
1: a fancy high tea. Yeah. Taylor Swift thinks about it. I agree. (laughs) Maybe we'll see her there. Maybe we'll meet her and Joe and, you know, have like a double date, you and me and her and Joe. Like, that sounds great. So good. We'll eat cucumber sandwiches and scones. Yeah. Well, no, she's going to be on tour. I mean, I'm going to see her a week before. I'm going to see her a week before I go to celebration. Isn't that crazy? Like, in the span of a week, I'm going to be at Disney Paris and seeing Taylor Swift. Like, two incredible things that are gonna happen in 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 just one year like one week apart wow that's exciting i know yeah i'm down for high tea i'm not the tea i'm not the biggest like tea fan but like i love everything associated with tea like the mini sandwiches um the crisps um, desserts desserts
0: yeah okay we'll do that okay We'll see. We'll see. We'll check with Catherine Neen. I'm sure she'll be down for that and also know some places to go. She's probably already researched it.
1: Oh, yeah. She's probably already writing down places and like looking at reviews and everything. God bless her. I do the same <laughs> thing. I mean, today on my break, I was like, all right, I need to look up flights. Like I need I called Carlos today. I'm like, we need to buy it today. And he's like, no, we don't. Yeah, we do. And it's like, obviously we don't. But I just get so worked up. and Everything needs to be done now. I don't know why. But there we go. Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as CantoBrit. What about you? I am at EF Lind
0: on those and other places. Um, show is at CantoBitePod. You can send
1: us email, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Great. Yeah, we haven't had email in a while. So if anyone has a question or a comment or you want to talk about football, like message us. Can't wait to answer your football questions. Maybe we can help you with your fantasy league next year. Wouldn't that be fun? Two people who know absolutely nothing about football helping you create a fantasy football team? Yeah, that'd go well. Yeah. Happy to help. I mean, I know which football players to avoid. Um, But I don't know. It would probably be like our soccer league, Emily. (laughs) <laughs> or sorry, our uh, football with a U. Dude, I gotta tell you, I have I I made like
0: a trade one time, and that is the only thing I have done. So the fact that I am having any points at all is kind of miraculous. So
1: whatever. You don't want to know how often I check that thing. Like I'm really trying. Oh, I'm da- no no no. I have not tried at all.
0: I don't even look at it. I'd only see it if when other people post it in like our DM group.
1: I get so sad because like I try really hard and I still lose. And then like, you know, you or Christine starts beating me. And I'm like, Christine just picked people with dirty names and I'm still losing. And I tried. The lesson is to never try. And Kevin, Kevin loves football and like Kevin's on the bottom too yeah look that means just means that it doesn't matter yeah but then you have like matt mole winning i think it's rigged okay (laughs)
0: i'll support that i mean turbo's
1: really good Catherine's up there yeah but turbo's turbo that's true turbo's good at everything that guy yeah him and his fucking tim tams and his nice hair and, and his fancy dog. His fancy work vacations. Look at me. I'm having a $45 glass of wine. I don't know. That that <laughs> probably didn't happen. But, like, that happens. Like, it's like, he's just I'd so say, oh, fancy. I'm always
0: so jealous of his
1: food pictures. I know. I can never relate. Like, all right. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to end it on this. I'll probably take that last bit out. It'll be like Pangea. It's like Pangea. You guys will never know that conversation. It is probably for the best. Maybe, like, if you see me at Celebration and you ask me about Pangea, I'll tell you about Pangea. Because I told my mom about Pangea the other day and she was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm not, mom. I'm not. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Here we go. The gas yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl, Lindo. Sorry the ladies where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Kanto. No shame in the game. It even Rogue one seem tame. But I blame it on grit with a ginger main. mane. Yeah, that's fire. Love
2: on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fantastic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock yeah. Canto bite, episode 100 hey, yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my canto bitches Start off with my RC's, Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch with canto bitch number one Josh made it a team and had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream that made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo and throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran, you know we approve Rebecca from Perth, I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity dude, I didn't forget this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my canto bitches Rubia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse, be it scum and villainy King Tom, Death Watch, the most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Estrada Shouted Rusty last time, so I shouted Raj too You know the list ain't complete without Less and Boo this is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if yattle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top three. And you'll always be a bitch like me Get America.